Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to our weekly edition of 52 Players, special edition here with a, a wonderful lady. And she is an advocate extraordinaire. And she is Victims Rights New York. And uh, she is the, the head, the founder. And, and they have their first event, their first fundraiser, I should say, coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday, uh, everyone, uh, everyone should RSVP and, and come. But Jen Harrison, let me introduce her first. Jen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing well. I, I've got that right. Your first fundraiser for Victims Right New York, uh, Rights New York is coming up this Saturday. Is that correct? Yes, it's in Lloyd Harbor, and anybody that's um, looking to attend can RSVP to find out the exact location, but it is from 4 to 6 on Saturday, to tomorrow, uh, to honor the National Remembrance Day for murdered victims. Now, uh, we should mention that uh, the reason there's a little secrecy there is that, that many of the victims' families will be there, and it's a you know, very sensitive uh, situation, but we urge everyone to uh, to go. Uh, that's correct, is it? Is it not, Jenna? Yes, yes. It's for security purposes. So let me let me ask you about something else, and we're switching gears, and we'll talk about the the fundraiser uh, before we leave again. Uh, you and I just heard the words that Howard Zucker has resigned, and uh, I'll tell you what you have been exposing him for the longest time along with governor cuomo uh two of the uh two of the top people involved with the nursing home scandals have been uh ha- have now uh resigned and you've been maybe the loudest voice or one of the loudest voices calling for those uh those two things to happen um give us your initial reaction to howard zucker resigning to be honest with you it is too little too late and he should have been fired as soon as Governor Hochul took over, in my opinion. Uh, this only happened under extreme duress and pressure, and he, he should have been fired a, a long time ago. So th- I mean, this doesn't really mean anything, to be honest with you. Well, we should explain to people who don't know who Howard Zucker is, because let's not, not assume that everyone does. Uh, what, what was his, He was the health commissioner, right? New York State Health Commissioner? Yes, and uh, boy, has has anyone uh, in the world ever done that job any worse than Howard Zucker? Uh, uh, terrible. I mean, just a, a terrible job. And like you said, a little too little, a little too late. Um, uh, Governor Huckle, so far, do you have any uh, any vibe on how she's doing? Is it too early to tell, or do you uh, do you have disappointment so far? Do you have encouragement? How long is your show where I can list all of the ways that I'm <laughs> extremely disappointed already? <laughs> yeah. I, well, listen, that's the, uh, I, you know, that that was the big question coming in. Was Kathy uh, Hochul going to be uh, a, a, a breath of fresh air or a disappointment? And uh, from your standpoint, uh, it, it doesn't sound like she's getting uh, very high marks. Let's get to them in a second. Uh, I heard some remarks that you made about someone a little closer to home and we've uh we've you and i've talked on air before and we talked about tim Sinney, and he's the the da in suffolk county and you're talking talk about someone who couldn't possibly do a worse job if he tried to tim Sinney, he's just failed at every single thing that he's done 
as a uh, you know as a public official. He's been terrible. The other day, I heard you say the words Tim Sinney should resign. Uh, give give us a little take. Well, give us a little taste on what you've been saying. Well, Tim Sinney should resign immediately, and. You know, we we discussed the Thomas Valva case and how he politicized that and used it to extort donations from the Suffolk County taxpayer. We recently learned about his failure to act and indict um, drug kingpins, leading to overdose deaths that didn't have to happen. And most recently, we learned that he had a man by the name of Darren Mansfield, I believe, in custody on multiple occasions. On one of those occasions, he actually choked a woman to the brink of death. She ended up surviving. Tim Sinney did not indict Darren Mansfield, and he was free to go to uh, move on and kill another young woman in Bayshore, basically, by the same fashion. Uh, so, amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. By the way, I've seen a picture of of the, the first uh, the first victim of him, and, and fortunately... Uh, um, uh, well, we've seen it, and I don't know if it's supposed to have been seen, but um, this guy is an animal. I mean, a monster. Yeah, he had no business being on the streets. This poor woman did not have to die. Her poor mother does not have to suffer the life sentence of pain and grief and trauma that she'll, you know, she'll feel every day until the day that she dies. And, you know, Frank, I have been a crime victims advocate for over 16 years. I am a survivor of a homicide victim, and I have worked with many other survivors of homicide victims. And I can, without a doubt, tell you that nothing compounds this kind of grief more than learning that your loved one's death only happened because somebody failed to do their job. Being a district attorney means enforcing the law and getting justice for victims, not just getting out of bed in the morning, doing your hair, and looking pretty for the cameras. It means making sure that the bad guys can't hurt anyone else. To be a district attorney, you have to be a crime fighter, not a criminal enabler, which seems to be the case with Tim Sini. He has failed on every level. And between the avoidable overdose deaths, this unnecessary and tragic loss of life, Sydney, as I mentioned, trying to extort the Suffolk County taxpayer by using Thomas Valva's death and portraying that he needs financial support to do his job and prosecute, prosecute that case. And, you know, ignoring Sarah Good's family when he simply let her murderer and rapist's conviction be overturned. I, I really don't know what more there is to say. He either doesn't know how to do his job or he doesn't care enough about the people and the victims that he swore to protect. Either way, nobody else should have to bury their child because of his incompetence and failure to act. Tim Sini needs to resign, and you know somebody needs to step in and tell him that this is what needs to happen. You know, this is not a partisan issue at all. This is not about politics. This is about humanity and preventing further loss of life. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. Well said. I couldn't. I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, j- just absolutely amazing. You're hearing the voice. Of Jennifer Harrison, and she is a victim's right act, uh, activist and advocate for the last 16 years, and she's as good as they get. And uh, thank God for her. I mean, she is is bringing attention to uh, places that other people are just afraid to to speak up. Uh, by the way, to speak up against a DA is uh, is just traditionally uh, a a no no you know the DAs get away with uh, murder literally or 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 allowing murder to happen constantly and 
And uh, no one has failed at their job worse than Tim Sinney. Frank McKay here with Jennifer Harrison. And look, so much of what you said there needs, uh, you know, needs to be echoed and to be applauded. Uh, But you're right. I mean, he gets up every morning and he says, where is the camera? That's what he does. He he hasn't learned what to do. He's a 38 year old you know, man who was had the the road paved uh, for him by Steve Ballone. He became the police commissioner, even though he had no law enforcement experience whatsoever. And Steve Ballone, if you remember, said he's going on a nationwide hunt to and job hunt, you know, or or, or uh, commissioner hunt to to find the perfect person. So he's going to go to all fifty states, and you figured maybe he'll find one in Alaska, and it would be uh, you know, or California or whatever, and they'd have to relocate them here. Lucky him, he found him five doors down or down the block. It was uh, his neighbor, his friend, and his protege who had no experience whatsoever in in law enforcement. He wasn't a cop. He wasn't anything, and he made him police commissioner. It, it's a joke. I mean, the whole thing is a joke, and it would be laughable if it wasn't if it wasn't uh, a, a a terrible tragedy. Uh, constantly happening day after day with this uh, with this DA. He, he's absolutely terrible. Once again, Frank McKay here with Jennifer Harrison. Uh, Jennifer, comment on that. I mean, how does a how does a man like this get appointed to to be police commissioner? I have no idea. And I, I, you know, the bigger question is how much did that national search cost the taxpayer of Suffolk County when wow. you know when Ballone's puppet was. Right, right there in plain sight, and he had an obvious pick in his choice. Yeah, I, I mean that's a great point. Nobody's brought that up. I wonder what he spent. I wonder what he spent on that. It was a scam. He was going to do this all along anyway. And by the way, he was uh, he appointed Tim Sinney to be the uh, deputy county executive in charge of public safety. And he was in charge of, of the police chief. He was his boss. He was Jimmy Burke's boss for 15 or 16 months. By the way, failed to failed to act uh, to either fire him, discipline him, or suspend any any kind of discipline. Steve Ballone and and uh, Tim Sinney refused to go after Jimmy Burke. Like they were afraid of him, or or he had something on him, uh, or they were they were cozy with him. If you had to speculate, and I hate to ask you to speculate, why didn't they they go after Jimmy Burke? Why didn't they uh, go at least discipline him and suspend him? And Tim Sinney could have done that in his position. You know, I I really don't want to speculate, and I I can't even pretend to be able to fathom what was going through any of their heads at the moment. There are all kinds of different reasons that people are saying it it happened, and I I really I I don't want to uh, speculate. I, you know, I I just hope and pray that one day the truth comes out. Well, what we have going on now is we have a a, a highly anticipated election. Uh, in fact, Ray Tierney is someone I, I probably met 10 weeks ago, and I, I didn't know him from a hole in the wall, but ever since I've met him, I've been blown away by him and he's just, his professionalism and everything that I've seen from Ray Tierney. And he's running, he's an independent, by the way, he's a, he's a blank, I believe, 
and he's uh, he's as non-political as you can get. And any anyone out there that's been hoping and praying to get somebody non-political in the office of DA, that's really just going to go after bad guys. Um, I, you know, Tierney, Tierney seems to be exactly that. Former U.S. Uh, attorney and former ADA. Uh, very impressive man. I don't know what your thought on Ray Tierney is. Ray, Ray Tierney is amazing as a, a victim, a survivor of a homicide victim and a victim's advocate. Uh, you know, Ray Tierney is everything that anybody would want in a district attorney. And not only does he care about the victims that he's trying to get justice for and getting the bad guys off of the street, but he has no problem going after corrupt politicians on either side. And he has a proven track record with that. Tim Sidney uh, has for, have, has forsaken justice if it, if it means going after a Democrat. He refused to investigate Cuomo regarding the nursing home deaths, and I, I believe there were somewhat around a thousand nursing home deaths in on Long Island, um, including my step grandmother and her sister, who were national treasures. And you know, we need somebody with the moral compass and conviction to be in that office, and, and that's Ray Tierney. A great point about Tierney. Let's let's talk about your grandmother. Uh, uh, national treasure is is the proper term when you when you speak of her. And I'm going to ask you to get a little bit of background on her and someone else close to you that you uh, you lost. Uh, we all know who Rosie the Riveter is, and that was the uh, she was the uh, the image of of the woman uh, fighting uh, in World War Two, staying behind and fighting here. And uh, you see the you know like the muscle made and that that famous shot. Um, uh, tell us about Josie the Riveter. So Aunt Jo, uh, Josephine Rochelle, and you, you can Google her. She comes up uh, as being honored by the Cradle of Aviation on multiple occasions. Um, she was Long Island's Josie the Riveter. She put the bolts in the plane that the planes that helped win World War II. And her sister, my step-grandmother, Teresa Hagemeyer, um, actually worked at Republic Airport as well. So they, her, Teresa, Aunt Jo, and their other sister were known as Long Island's home front sisters. And uh, the two sisters, Aunt Jo and Teresa, both died from COVID in a nursing home in April, two days apart from each other. My God. I, I mean, uh, my God, right? I mean, and uh, at that time, you, you had Andrew Cuomo being called the the nation's mayor, uh, uh, nation's governor, and uh, and taking bows. I think they gave him an Emmy, which was uh, just absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how they did that. I mean, how does that make you feel when you lose not only a national treasure, but somebody that's that's related to you, someone that you've loved and known, and and you know, multiple people here within a couple of days? Uh, I mean, is it anger? Is it disbelief? Is it you know all of the uh, all of the phases of of grief go through you, or is, is there mostly anger? Um, all of the above, Frank, and uh, you know, but it just uh, basically epitomizes what it is like to be a victim in New York because this is a, a constant basis. Whether it was the nursing home victims uh, because of Governor Cuomo and, and Howard Zucker's March twenty fifth death sentence, or it's homicide survivors of homicide victims or victims of violent crime, you're constantly getting kicked in the gut while your attacker or the person that hurt you is being elevated and praised. And if it's not by the Hollywood elite or the media, you know, praising Cuomo, then it's our New York state lawmakers praising the criminals and fighting to release them on a daily basis. Yeah. Amazing. I, I mean, absolutely amazing. Um, I, 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 I can't even imagine, uh, 
uh, you you having um, uh, any other opinion than what I'm I'm speculating on bail reform, and can you imagine that uh, Kaminsky, who is um, uh, you know his, his a senator uh, over in uh, in Nassau County, is running for uh, for for district attorney uh, to be. Uh, you know, basically, he's the king of bail reform. By the way, Tim Sinney loves uh, bail reform, too. He made very strong statements. I, I think he said his, uh, and again, I'm paraphrasing here, but Tim Sinney said since April 2020, it's much approved, uh, much improved. And he said that with such a, uh, you know, like a joyful, like, a, you know, mission accomplished type of thing. But Kaminsky, my God, uh, it, it, to be DA after supporting uh bail reform the way he did uh i, I mean that that that's a kick in the face to uh to, to nassau county taxpayers yeah i don't understand how the author of bail reform and somebody that refused in committee meetings time and time again which is on video and on record by the way in case anybody wants to look that up they can as well um but the author of bail reform and somebody who refused to hold a corrupt politician like cuomo who was responsible for the death of over 15,000 of our national treasures accountable and now is running on an accountability and anti-corruption platform is just uh, beyond anything that I could ever imagine. Jen Harrison is the voice that you're hearing. Uh, she's uh, absolutely fantastic. She is uh, a heroic figure in my book and so many others. Uh, she is a superstar on the rise. And uh, she is uh, just, I, I, you know, I, I can't, I, I, I can't uh, give you all the accolades she's been getting for the work that she's doing. But you could just see the echoes uh, coming through and uh, instrumental in uh, in uh, the uh, critique of Howard Zucker and Andrew Cuomo, one of the earliest critics of Andrew Cuomo, when everyone was praising him and putting crowns on him and so forth. And, uh, and of course, Tim Sinney. Frank McKay here with Jennifer Harrison. Uh, Jen, let me ask you about, uh, about Sinney. Uh, have, has he ever made a definitive statement about Cuomo and the nursing homes? Uh, did he just no. duck it? What was he his? Ducked, he ducked it. And as a district attorney, he had, he had the power to uh, conduct a grand jury investigation. There are other attorneys um prosecutors that have discussed it and and you know don't well i mean obviously he's cuomo's puppet so they understand why but there's no reason for him other than being cuomo's puppet to not have opened up an investigation especially since we were pretty much the loudest voices here on long island against what was happening and his uh in his jurisdiction yeah i wonder if it has to do with with him possibly getting money from Cuomo. I mean, Cuomo has 17 or $18 million still in his war chest. And, and I wonder, uh, you know, since Tim Sinney has not criticized him whatsoever and has not prosecuted him. And, and you were talking about a man who loves the camera, loves the spotlight, loves everything about it. And it doesn't like doing any hard work, but he, uh, but he loves the spotlight. Um, he stayed completely away from this. He, he has not criticized Andrew Cuomo whatsoever. I, I wonder if it's it's the money. I think it's the money and he wanted an endorsement. I mean, now the endorsement doesn't mean too much because he's disgraced. But it, in the beginning, it was the money and an endorsement. 
Yeah, just absolutely amazing. Before we let you go, we got a, about a minute and a half left with you. Uh, can you tell us about the event that we referenced earlier on Saturday night? And again, it's uh, it's tricky because, uh, you know, the privacy is an issue. A lot of victims, families are there, and there's a, there's a sensitivity to this. But give us, uh, give us the, uh, the lowdown on the event. September 25th of every year is the National Remembrance Day for murder victims. So I decided to make that the day of my first fundraiser uh, for my political action committee that that fights for the, the rights of victims that have been forsaken and uh, to give them a voice in government, which they haven't had for quite some time. Uh, we have a beautiful ceremony planned. We have uh, bagpipes coming in. We'll have a reading of the names, a moment of silence, a special tribute song. And it, it really will, will be a, a beautiful ceremony. We have some um, elected leaders and candidates that have always stood with victims that we, we're honoring as well. And uh, you can find the information on my website, victimsrightsnypac.com on the events page and where you could purchase tickets and then RSVP and we will send you the location. Jen Harrison, I want to congratulate you on all your success and uh, everything you're doing. I want to thank you as a uh, as a taxpayer, as a citizen of Suffolk County, as a father of four and, and a husband uh, who cares about uh, safety and uh, and living in, in a better place. Uh, I'll tell you what, it, there's not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, but when I see you and I hear what you're doing, uh, I think there's hope for all of us. Uh, Jen Harrison, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. And I just want to mention one more thing. Please. You know, I, I understand exactly how you feel with what you just said, because, you know, we have a, a new governor in place who's the, the first female governor of New York ever, right? She's a mother and she's a a, a wife and a, a woman, obviously, and she named her lieutenant governor as Brian Benjamin, who and just signed his less is more bill, which was previously known as the Benjamin bill for quite some time. Brian Benjamin is basically as far left as you can possibly get and progressive and and supports all the defund police. I mean, he called for defund the police so many times. I can't even name all of them. But this Benjamin bill, which most people do not know, it is awful and we'll need a whole other show on that topic. But this Benjamin bill was co-authored by a convicted murderer My God. named Derek Singletary. So, you know, my organization, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, is extremely important right now because New York State is passing laws and the governor is signing laws and the lieutenant governor is writing laws with a convicted murderer. I mean, I, Amazing. I, I Amazing. just don't know how it gets this far. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you almost can't write this. And if I think if you brought all of this that we've been talking about to any Hollywood producer, they'd say, look, water it down a little. Nobody would believe <laughs> that this is happening. And, uh, and, and again, Jen, I want to thank you for being here and everyone for listening. But uh, one thing to echo is, is Tim Sinney is awful at what he does he is he has failed at every aspect of the da's office i you know except combing his hair in the morning and smiling for for cameras he is a he is a publicity hound it's not working his his name recognition is is not high uh, but he's failed people are dying because of his incompetence uh and and i i echo uh, everything that jen harrison just said here frank mckay signing off jennifer harrison uh absolute uh, wonder and uh, just a wonderful victim's right 
advocate, and uh, we, we thank her for being here and what she does. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on 52 Players. 